I would like to begin this episode by acknowledging that I am located in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, and I am privileged and honoured to live and learn on the unceded, unsurrendered territory of the Anishinaabe Algonquin Nation. Hello, you're listening to Trench Leadership, a podcast from the front, produced by iGlen Studios, a show for emerging leaders from all professions. To hear from other leaders who have led from the front, made the mistakes, had the triumphs, and are still learning along the way. And now, here's your host, Simon Cardinal. Hi everyone, and welcome back for another episode of Trench Leadership, a podcast from the front with me, your host, Simon Cardinal. I'd like to start this week's episode by asking a few rhetorical questions. When you're talking to a colleague, a friend, or your boss, how often do you find yourself cut off just at the end of your sentence? Or, how often have you seen the person with their mouth open, hand raised, leaning forward, just chomping at the bit to speak? Now, how often have you not felt truly heard by these people, felt rushed or misunderstood, and felt as though you didn't have the voice you would have wanted? In this episode, we'll be talking about the invaluable art of active listening and how you can avoid being the person who makes others feel as though they weren't heard. We'll discuss what it means to be an active listener versus a passive listener, and we'll talk about why active listening is so crucial for leaders. And finally, we'll round out the episode with some ways to help all emerging leaders be the very best active listeners that they want to become. Passive listening is often described as listening without giving your full attention. And this happens most often when we make a decision about a topic inside the conversation. Once we've decided that we have all the info we need or we've come up with the answer, we want to get it out there, advance the talk, keep moving forward. Matt Apodaca from Lifehack.org 2020 noted that passive listeners tend to avoid prolonged eye contact, become fidgety, and often cut off speakers to interject their point as quickly as possible. The challenge with passive listening is that the speaker will pick up on these cues. I promise you, they will sense when you are not fully engaged, and that sensation will most likely affect how they continue speaking, or, at the very least, affect how they think of you as their leader, someone who can't be bothered to give them your full attention. Now, this isn't a time to say that there is never a time when passive listening isn't useful, But as the leader, it's crucial to understand that your people view you as someone that always gives them your full attention. With this understanding of passive listening in your pocket, we can now shift to active listening and begin developing a strong active listening skill set. I did a fair amount of research trying to find the perfect definition of active listening and, while there are many definitions out there, I couldn't find one particular definition that seemed to capture all of the significant points that I wanted to speak to. So, I channeled my inner gunny highway and I adapted, I improvised, and I overcame this obstacle by taking what I believe are the best points of the definitions that I found and made my own definition of active listening. So, here we go. My definition of active listening is the practice of listening to a speaker, formal or informal, by observing special attention to verbal and nonverbal cues, thereby enhancing the overall conversation which results in the building and maintenance of personal and professional relationships. In short, you give your full attention, mind, body, and soul to hearing with all of your senses so that you can fully contribute to the conversation. 
The thing about active listening that is so important is that when it's done properly, everyone is part of the conversation, feeling empowered, heard, and understood. And a cool thing happens when people feel this way. They leave the talk feeling like their opinions mattered. And as the leader of a group, having your people know that you genuinely care about their opinion is crucial to creating a healthy, cohesive team environment. Also, people tend to be more task-focused because any conclusions are usually clearly laid out, and they tend to be more motivated because of this. In general, think of passive listening as absorbing the conversation, and active listening as supporting the conversation. Oh, hello there. It's Glenn, the voiceover artist. And if you're hearing me, that means we're at the midpoint of this episode. Do you have an idea for an episode that you feel is vital for emerging leaders? Leave the idea in the comments section, and if your topic is chosen, you will have the opportunity to join us as a co-host during the recording session. So, drop us a note and let's talk. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you, and if you feel we've earned it, please tell your friends and leave a review to help us grow our following. And now, back to the show. Now that we've discussed the differences between passive listening and active listening, how can you become a better active listener? Well, the odds are that you already think that you are a great active listener. But here's the thing, you probably aren't. In fact, I'm willing to bet that you are already thinking of ways to prove me wrong, splitting your attention from fully listening to me. But humor me for just one moment. Think back to the last time you were in a conversation, and then think about how many times during that conversation you were crafting a response because you thought you had all the info you needed. Did you get fidgety? Did your mind wander? Were you scanning the person hoping for a moment to interject? It's okay if you did. It's common. Trust me, we all do it. I've done it. We all do it. It's very, very common. But let's be realistic. In this fast-paced, information-rich world, it's easy to lose sight of the need to slow down and just listen. The good news is that you see it now, and if you keep listening to this episode, you will realize that active listening is not something to fear. Rather, it's a powerful tool to have in your leadership toolbox. Zanger and Folkman 2016 wrote in the Harvard Business Journal about their study of 3,942 participants in a developmental program designed to help managers become better coaches. All participants were assessed using a 360-degree assessment, and then they analyzed the top 5% of effective leaders against the average of all participants to find the characteristics that were found to make for the most effective leaders. And they came up with four main categories. Category 1. Good listening is much more than being silent while the other person talks. Being silent while the other person talks ensures you aren't being rude, but it also makes it very difficult for the speaker to know if their point is being made or if the topic is correct. Conversations are meant to be a two-way dialogue, so ask questions. Be inquisitive. The trick is to just know when to ask. Category 2. Good listening included interactions that builds a person's self-esteem. Now, this isn't to say you need to overpraise a person, but you can and should be honest and genuine in how you feel about the conversation. People should feel as though they are in a safe environment, able to speak freely to discuss easy and hard topics with mutual respect for one another. Category 3. 
Good listening is seen as a cooperative conversation. We talked about this earlier. The talk is meant to be a two-way dialogue, so I offer to look at it this way. Poor listeners tend to want to win the talk, not really be part of it. You can challenge the speaker. You can even disagree with the speaker. But being a good listener means doing this to further the conversation, not to win the conversation. Category 4. Good listeners tend to make suggestions. This is kind of tricky because it's important to read the conversation and the speaker and make suggestions, but not be overbearing and give the impression that you're trying to swoop in and save the day. Feedback or feed forward is very, very important, but it has to be tempered with an understanding of the vibe of the conversation. It's almost as if you might want to actively listen. Hmm. We've identified some key components to being an active listener. The next step is to know how to be a better active listener. The Center for Creative Leadership suggests six skills that are key to active listening. Number one is paying attention. The speaker needs to know that you are paying attention to the whole topic, not just what you want to hear. Allow for a wait time or a hang time when you think the speaker has finished their point. Let them decide when they are done talking. This sounds great, But this is a lot easier said than done, especially if you have a point that you're just dying to get out. But trust me on this. If you let them express all of their thoughts first, you will win their confidence and you'll also find the flow of the talk will go much, much smoother. Point number two, withholding judgment. Basically, keep an open mind. Also, not as easy as it sounds. This is compounded even more when we are emotionally connected to the topic. But as a listener, your role is to take in the information. You're there. I mean, you may as well take it in and expand your mind. Remember, you don't have to agree with someone to respect their opinion. Number three is to reflect. This isn't a personal reflection. This is about ensuring what you heard is accurate to what the speaker said. This is your chance to paraphrase and ensure the information was correctly relayed and heard. Point four, clarify. If you don't know something, ask. You're in a conversation. Now is the time to be sure of what you heard. And I would suggest that you consider open-ended questions such as, well, what do you think about? Or, tell me about, and will you further explain or describe? It's always a good idea to drop a please in there somewhere to just let people know and things are you're paying attention and, you know, some courteousness. But all of these types of questions will help the speaker remain engaged and not feel attacked or threatened because of your question. It's very important to remember that the conversation is meant to be a two-way dialogue, so it's important to ask rather than tell. This approach will retain the spirit of collaborative discussions. Point number five is to summarize. Now, this has two main advantages. First, you are ensuring that you understood the information in the manner that the speaker wanted it to be understood. Some common summarizing statement examples could be, let me summarize to check my understanding. Did I get that right? And point number six is to share. Active listening is about building a genuine connection. So when the timing is right, and you'll learn when that's the case, you could share a personal or professional experience related to the topic. Quite often, after the connection is solidified, It's this point in the conversation when it will naturally shift to inquisitive, problem-solving questions such as, what hasn't been tried? What don't we know? What new approaches could be taken? These points may seem like common sense, and 
at their core, they really are. But putting them into practice is much tougher than it sounds. Some practical methods to improve your active listening skills are things like limit distractions. Go ahead and silence all the technology you have. Move away from the distractions so that you can pay full attention to the other person. Pay attention to what's being said, not what you want to say. I'd like to suggest that you set a goal of being able to repeat the last sentence the person says. This keeps your attention on each statement and allows the other person to know that they have been truly heard. The third point, be okay with silence. You don't always have to reply or have a comment. A break in dialogue can give you a chance to collect your thoughts. Point number four, encourage the other person to offer ideas and solutions before you give yours. A general rule of thumb is to aim to do 80% of the listening and 20% of the talking. The final point is to restate the key points you heard and ask whether they're accurate. Let me see whether I heard you correctly. It's probably one of the easiest ways to clarify any confusion inside a conversation. Well, that's a wrap from the front. In this episode, we learned about the difference between passive and active listening. We learned that active listening builds trust and connections. It helps avoid missing critical information and it supports all sides of the topic, even if you don't agree. And remember, it's okay if you don't agree, but it's not okay if you don't at least listen to the other side. We also learned how to be better active listeners and we gave out some practical tools to help you be the very best leader that you want to become. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Never miss an episode by following us on all of your favorite feeds. While you're there, please consider leaving an episode review and let us know what topics you would like to hear about. Be sure to join us next week with your host, Simon Cardinal, for another episode of Trench Leadership, a podcast from the front. Produced by iGlenn Studios. Music provided by Ashamal of Music. Music.